Blog Talk Radio. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Bye-bye. Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. unscrupulous and unexpected it's time for another summer of big brother yes yes my friends it is time for another summer of big brother and it's also time for another episode of the big brother after show where we talk about things that happen after the show is over and we kind of get some uh, collective uh, thoughts on what's going on with the season, what's happening with all the people who are on the season, and some of the different characters that we're going to be dealing with this season. So here we are. Uh, still, I mean, to us, it's still the first week. Of course, they've been in the house for a little while now. And a lot of things have developed. A lot of different characters have come across uh, differently than we thought maybe they would. Uh, many things are happening differently than they thought they, that we thought they would. Um, so we're going to kind of run over that. We're also going to talk a little bit about spoilers because it's really hard to do a show like this and really not talk about things that are actually happening in the house real time because what you see on the show, and, and that's, that's some of the thing tonight that I noticed too, is that you know there's so much going on, and although I like, um, I like that almost every, well, really every episode right now has some kind of major event going on. Or it seemed like last year it was really just, you know, you had a POV event, maybe a nomination event, and then you had, you know, your vote. And, and, and although that was, that was great, it just seemed like it kind of moved slower. And I think because of the, it felt like it was moving slower, it felt like you got a little bit more character creation. Now, last year, and character creation is such a stretch, last year was so bad. But I do think that there is some character creation that is going on uh, usually at this time or we're starting to develop our, our personal feelings for whoever we like or dislike or what they're doing that we don't approve of. And this year it seems like now, you know, of course, some of us have live feeds and whatnot, and I know that a lot of the, uh, a lot of the hardcore fans do have live feeds. Um, so we are seeing character development if we're, as we're watching. And a lot of things that might be said tonight uh, going for, forward um, might come as a shock because some of you are only seeing what is going on in the episode as it airs. Um, and to me, there is not much character development. For instance, tonight, uh, I felt like uh, Frankie was really not uh, put out there um, in his true gameplay that he's, that he's uh, orchestrating right now. is very apparent on the live feeds and on After Dark. Um, and I know some people don't have After Dark. I know it's on TV Guide channel, and a lot of people are, are, don't have that. Um, but um, the way that Frankie is playing, I, I've got to say, and, and, of course, I'm going to have uh, my friend Miss Chicago on very shortly. But, of course, uh, Frankie, you know, you thought when Frankie would come in, Frankie would kind of be a little flamboyant, over the top, would probably cost himself a lot of people in that house, probably wouldn't get a lot of support, a lot of people would be put off by his, by his personality. There's nothing wrong with his personality. It's just you would think that it's going to be flamboyant. This guy has made, uh, I would think, a lot of money on YouTube uh, with his own YouTube channel that has like a million viewers uh, he's got 500,000 people that follow him on Twitter. You would think that he's probably going to play this persona when he gets in the house uh, of being really over the top. And, and I think we kind of saw that when he first came in. Everybody was kind of like, okay, here we go. He's gonna, And it has nothing to do with his sexual preference or anything. It's just there are certain personalities that are just big personalities, and they can be negative or they can be positive. And I think his was positive, but I, I think it was going to be one of those things where he was going to kind of drive other people a little crazy. 
And what I have found out through watching the live feeds is that that's exactly the opposite. I, you know, any opinion on Frankie is out the window. The only thing I ever had a problem with with Frankie, uh, to be honest, were the votes that were going to probably give him some kind of major advantage. And that still remains to be seen. It still could be possible that we're going to see some advantage to him because of his sister being famous and because of her being able to tweet out to the 15 million people, hey, go vote for my brother. And, you know, a certain percentage, like we said a couple of weeks ago or last week, would go vote for him. Um, so it was a concern. Now, if the votes are not anything major, I got to give Frankie a ton of credit right now. The guy is running the majority of the House. If you're watching live feeds, he has got everybody dancing. He's teaching dance moves. He's teaching uh, Pilates. He's teaching um, uh, games to people to play when they're bored. I mean, he's got half of that house captivated. What I find interesting is that everybody seems to follow in with him. Everybody seems to be in agreement that Frankie's kind of the leader of the house right now. And that blows my mind. I really didn't think that was going to happen. But I've got to admit, watching live feeds and watching and seeing how things go in the house, it's hard not to think that Frankie is not one of the people that everybody is tending to follow because his personality is very good. He's very, you know, it was interesting when they started to do a lot of things on live feeds and they had uh, the have-nots chosen. Uh, there was the have-nots in the have-not room, of course, where they were kind of banished to go. And then on the opposite end of it were, um, were people on the outside, you know, hanging out in the living room and whatnot talking. So you have not, your have-nots are in the have-not room kind of unpacking. Who's the one person in the have-not room talking to all the have-nots? Frankie. He spends a great amount of time in the have-not room talking to everyone in there, speaking to them, talking to them, telling them, don't let it get you down. You know, it's, it's going to be fine. You won't have to do this for very long. It'll be over. You know, it's just kind of a random draw who had to go in there. Now, maybe it's because he had some part in that. But I found it very, very, very interesting that Frankie thought enough to go into the have-not room and talk to the have-not people. He's playing a fantastic game. Like him or dislike him, whatever. He's playing a great game, and he's not over the top. I mean, people are really following this guy. What I find interesting is on the other side of the house is that Donnie seems to be controlling that side of the house. Now, a lot of people don't see that again because you see an edited version, but when you're watching live feeds, Donnie is holding court in the other part of the house just as, and we're going to get to, we're going to, get to Darren, this guy, uh, or Devin. This guy is driving me nuts. I think he's, Devin's driving everybody nuts. But Devin, you know, of course, his concern tonight was, you know, hey, Donnie is, is really holding court down there with the – and what I see to be like the outcast. Now, I know that Amber and, um, and Christine were brought into the alliance, the, the big alliance with Frankie and Caleb. But I still feel like they're on the outside looking in, and I think they know they, that they are. I think that they probably have gotten the impression that it wasn't something that the whole group wanted to do, that maybe, you know, it was kind of decided on by, by one person and brought in. And so I think, I think they kind of know that they're thrown off a little bit and that it's, you know, maybe not really them included. Uh, it's just kind of like, yeah, sure, you're in, you're in it. But I find it interesting that, you know, Donnie is in the other room with a Jocasta who's really grown on me. I mean, yes, she prays. Yes, she brings up a lot of her religion. Yes, she talks about God a lot. But you had to expect that. And you've got to let it go. I mean, people that are holding on to that and getting mad about it, you've got to let that go. People are playing their game. People have different backgrounds and different personalities. There are some things that some of us have not been able to let go that I think are, are reasonable. I think when you make racist comments or when you make homophobic comments or, or something like that, I think it is. You are justified at that point to kind of get ridicule. But we're talking about somebody who just has a, a religious faith, and, yeah, it might get on some people's nerves, but you've got to let it go. You can't hold on to those kinds of things forever and let them make your judgment about a person. If I look at her outside of that, I think that she is a very likable person. I think that she has gotten along very, very well with people in the house. And I think that it's going to be a great, great benefit to her as she goes down the road. She needs to ditch the bow ties. But I like, I like kind of what's going on with her. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, really some spoilers, like I said. Uh, it looks like so far, just keep everybody up to date, that Donnie did win the POV, which was huge. Uh, a lot of people thought that Donnie – May not be a very strong competitor, but very strong socially. I haven't seen the POV competition. I, they don't show that on the live feeds, unfortunately. But it does look like Donnie uh, has won that POV and that Joey is the replacement. Uh, 
Um, now, before we go to our calls, I just want to let everybody know that Joey um, basically went to <laughs> went to uh, went to Devin and told Devin that she was going to push him to go up and that she was sorry about that and that he was going to be the one going home and she felt she just wanted to let him know. And much to her, I, you know, I'll be honest with you, I don't know where she got the idea from that she could make any of those choices. I mean, when it got back to the rest of the house, the rest of the house was really put off by her. I mean, it was really like when Devin started telling everybody what was going on, everybody seemed to really, 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 really back away from that and say, you know, what is her deal? Even though he might be somebody they need to get rid of, it's really something that the House probably does need to discuss, but it wasn't for her to make that decision. And I found it interesting that she took it upon herself to go and talk to him like, like she was the person that's going to make that vote and to let him know that she was sorry, but he was the one that was going to go up in replacement of Donnie and go home. Well, the way things are and how ironic things in the world can work, Joey's the one that goes up, and now Joey's sitting on the block. And I'm going to give Joey every opportunity, I believe, to completely break apart and fall apart and go down easy because I think that once she is up on this block, you give her 24 to 48 hours, she's going to blow up. It's like I've said before. If you're in this house, you lay low for a week or two, people are going to blow up and send themselves home. Now, I want to bring on without further ado because I I don't want to go into too much because I know she's got a lot to say, and last time I kind of took the words out of her mouth. But it's one of my great friends. One of the greatest people we have called this show, a VIP in her own right, and on this show, she's fantastic. And I want to, I want everybody to welcome Miss Chicago. Miss Chicago, what did you think of the last, the last couple of days here, and how are you feeling today? You know what? I am sweating. I'm anxious. I can't stand you right now. Why did you do this to me? Oh my God! I thought I got backdoored like on Survivor or something. I'm like, what happened? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I know wrong, now, so right. That's anyway. right. That's right. Now, now, what do you think? Now, you've got. We talked a little bit about it. And I think we were able to get you some live feeds. I don't know if you've been able to watch them, but we were talking a little bit in our own world about Devin and, and his behavior. What do you think's going on with this guy? It seems like he's just freaking out and being very paranoid. That's what did I? What did I email you back? I saw him acting like Devin tonight. He <laughs> is crazy. What? Yeah. What in the world is wrong with this dude? Okay, first of all, so you throwing too much at me. Let's go back. Rewind. Right. Boop, boop, boop. Okay, go back. All righty. What was she thinking in the well, it's been over a week in the house, that she can just go to someone and say, oh, yeah, you're being voted off. Toot-toot, exactly. bye-bye. What, exactly. in the, what in the world was she thinking? But you know what? He's just as crazy as her. He really because is. he's... How did he make a determination? I'm going to put in at 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to wake this dude up and say, listen, I brought two more people on, on, you know, on board with us. Unbelievable. With this, who does that? So the first thing I did, I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm, I'm, my head is spinning. I'm, I got a big head, but it can't take all this. I'm trying it's, to it's, keep up with the last thing. I'm trying to, I mean, people are going crazy. Like, what was he thinking? How do you make that decision? I was talking to the other your bro, you know your your bros or whatever, because you love the bros. What right. is, and then, oh my God, poor Donnie, that that thing he did with him, like just give me a minute, just give me a minute, and then he, you know, he he's fake crying, and then he just throws on this stupid smile. You know what? Oh, have these people seen the show before? That's all I need to know. Because I, you know, I, I'm confused. On, I'm confused on the cry. I, I really do. I think that there are sometimes people do moves, and they think it's genius in the house. And us watching it, we're thinking that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I don't understand what the cry was when when Donnie's telling you. I mean, and he, and he you know what? It's good advice. Hey, you're a threat, and at some point, Caleb's going to get going to get rid of you. And he's saying that completely unaware that Devin and Caleb have an agreement. But he's telling him out of care, out of true care for him. You're a threat, right. and you know Caleb's going to be threatened by you. Why is Devin going to cry over that? Do I, I don't understand? understand why he would cry. Thank you. Do, you. do you know what I put on my notes? I said, why are they crying? What I don't understand. What is on? Well, he was a fake cryer, but I'm just talking about, like, when they got – and you know what I'm missing now, the swoosh with the click when they do, like, the nomination. The, uh, you know, they get a click. Yep. I hope they bring that yeah. back. 
Yeah, I don't like that computer thing and it lights up a thing. What? No, we need old school. We need to get that click and that whoosh and that. You know, we need that back. What, what's uh, up with the, with the four keys? There's, there's four keys uh, that come down and not the whole round key thing. I didn't understand that. I mean, talk about anticlimactic. Yeah, you know, you have that one in the middle and you pull it out. You, you know what? What is going on? I'm scared. Is it going to change? You think they're going to go back to the old school way? You think it's just. I think they have. I mean, because every season they have the same, you know, type of, uh, same number of people. But why is it so confusing to me this season? I don't know if they're going on overdrive trying to compensate for the mistakes they made last season. But to be honest with you, I was very overwhelmed. I, it's just too much going on. I actually make notes when I watch Big Brother After Dark and I watch the live feeds and then I watch the show. I have right. so much going on and I'm, I, I can't keep up. And I've never, I've never felt, you know, so out of the loop. You can't stop watching for a second, but you have a life. Like you can't follow right. these people all the time, but all these twists and turns, and I can't well, keep up. It's tough, and I'll tell you why. Because we we feel last year and the years prior, we have three main events. We have an HOH right. winner, which is on Thursday night. It's the same yes. time as eviction, so we get two and one. And then we got the POV situation right. and nomination. Okay. And then you, now I feel yes. like we're overloaded because you know Wednesday we're going to get the POV play and the POV ceremony. And to me, and then, like I was saying earlier, I don't, I don't feel like we're getting any character creation. I feel like I'm not. If I'm not you watching can't feed, because there's too much going on, so I'm not feeling like I'm bonding with anyone. It's scaring me. You know what I put on my notes? I said uh, to you, I said I hate that. I hate him, and I love the mm-hmm. barista, Christina, because the way the, what was. Let me tell you the moment. The, the the snap up two snaps down moment when she looked at Devin like are you the are you high well, she was why are you trusting me that, why are you telling us this <laughs> and when That's she exactly said, right. what have I done to make you feel you can trust me you dummy like that was the the, the if we had a golden moment of every episode that would have been the golden moment like she should be passed on to the next show just on that when she said why does he trust me. And then to make her feel like I'm doing you a favor by bringing you into this alliance you don't know nothing about, I think he was sleep deprived and crazy. I mean, what? And I way, mean, and then go up there and wake uh, wake Caleb up at, at four in the morning, yes, you know, and none of the other guys like, know what's what going it, on. It was that was a moment in Big Brother history. That was a moment. That was that might be dumbest move. That might be one of the dumbest moves this year that we'll that see, and I, I believe, think it's going to still. But you know what? Did you see after dark when he was at the camera saying that uh what's I think Frankie the dumbest player in, in Big Brother history? I'm like no unbelievable, ooh. unbelievable. Yes, it's, it's you know what I'm I'm saying with the live things Big Brother after dark they're watching the show and like you said you can't catch up. It's like putting a a, a bike in the wrong gear and you're pedaling fast and fast and it's going real slow. That's how I feel right now. It's too much. I need them well, to think- slow it down so. I think live feeders have been able to watch. Live feeders have been able to watch, and they've been able to see Joey's behavior. And a lot of people who are listening right now that don't have the live feeds are after dark. Uh, Lord help you, because really you are going to be confused on why things are happening the way they are. Absolutely. Joey Joey completely went to Dev and made a decision on her own to tell him that the House was going to be voting him out. He was going to be replacing Donnie as the nominee. And nobody in the house had any clue what she was talking about. And then Devin, of course, told everyone. So Joey is going up for an obvious reason. But I don't know oh that the viewers God. will really get an idea why she's going up. She's playing horribly bad. She's playing way she crazy said, right now. Did you hear her say, I'm making big moves? It's only been a week and a half. <laughs> There's you, no moves to make this early. What are you there are no moves about? to make this early. She is the move oh, that they're going to make this early. She is the move they're going to make um, this early because somebody always blows up. Well, they always do because they're losing it. They're, do they understand how long the show plays out? Do they think it's a two-week show? Do they right. think it's like, you know, it's only going to be three weeks and we got to get this done? I mean, I don't under, I'm really honest because Now, last year, if we were talking last year, I would have stopped talking. Like, I just, I was done. This right. reason I thought with all the twists and turns, it's going to be better, more interesting, but it's too much. And, you know, for her to honestly think, delusional as she is, that I made a big move and, you know, this is, no, ma'am, no, 
Oh, and I do have to say, Frankie, I'm 100% with you on that. Yeah. Now, this is what I'm thinking about Frankie. Now, just hear me out. If this makes sense, fans, I hope they understand this. Now, he has right. a career on YouTube. He has a, a, a social media career where he is right. a totally different person than he is on the show. What I think we're seeing on the show is his real persona. I now, do you think that might hurt him when he's not on the show? Do you think that people seeing him, that maybe his fans in his, uh, you know, social no. media career are going to look at him and say, wait a minute, the person we've seen is, you know, whoop, 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 turn up, turn up. Are they going to see him now and say, well, this is who he really is, and he may turn off a lot of his real fans. I mean, that's something it's, to think about. It's because that's very, very about. possible. Yeah, it's very, very possible that he could do that, but I think that, where he, if this is a type of show where he's going to lose. If he loses some popularity on that side, he's going to gain more from the viewers anyway. If he's and like, you know I mean, what, Marcellus is a, is a is a very popular player still. You know, Janelle's very popular. So I think that he'll that, that he'll still keep people. He may lose some that feel like he faked his personality on YouTube. If this is what he's really like. But I think there's going to be some that are going to join up because they liked how he was on Big Brother. So I think he's going to be he's going to balance out. I hope so because, you know, I was never a Rachel fan for years. But she ended up winning my heart, and I hate to say that, but she did. And Janelle, the beast of Big Brother, the beast, and, right. and didn't win. And that was such an injustice. And um, yeah. I think that, to be honest, and I hate to say this, but I have to be honest, because I truly am a Big Brother fan, I'm kind of digging the dude. I think that the fact that he's willing to just be real and the way he's playing this game, the way that he's doing it, and I would never thought I would say this, has nothing to do with his career at all. I don't think it's not really at all. a big advantage to him whatsoever because he's not making it a big advantage for him. I think he's just really being a social person, and I truly believe that his relationship with Caleb, I think, is awesome. I love it, and I think that he's kind of winning me over, and, and the costume as well, the, the preacher. You know, because she's being true to her religion, and she's not, like, Bible-thumping people over the head, and she's just, you know, so I'm kind of feeling you on that, and I guess that's why we talk. God. Yeah, I, I, we should I really like opinions. her. I, I, yeah, I really I like her. I think that she's playing very well. I think she's very likable. She's on the outcast side, and her and Donnie's relationship I can see getting stronger, which I really like seeing because oh, I, I like Donnie so a lot. Yeah, um, and, yes. But. Yeah. I find it interesting on, on the other side. Of, I'm not, I'll tell you what, Miss Chicago, I'm so confused about every alliance that's going on in this house. I, I, oh, my I God. I mean, we you went from six to her? eight. I, I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> They're all intertwined. Zach it, and Frankie it, it, are working it, it, together. It, it, Caleb and Frankie are working much. together. Devin's I, it's so confusing. Okay. I don't know how old you are, but back in my day, I'm 53. We had a, a thing called a Chinese jump rope. And it was like all these rubber bands intertwined. You had to try to jump to and not tip over. This is exactly what I feel. No, seriously. I see the T-shirt says Big Brother uh, 16 is like a Chinese jump rope and see who who gets that because that's exactly what it is. It's, it's a lot. You have to have a bottle of water. You have to have excedrin. You have to try to keep up with these people. You have to pack yourself down. How many alliances are you guys trying to get? Jesus I know Christ, it. it's only – we have a long, interesting season. Do you feel me? Do you think it's going to be I feel like, you on that. I think Absolutely. everything is going to – I'm, I'm such a sadistic person. I think I can't wait for the big – I don't think we've even seen the biggest twist in this game yet. I, I don't either. Just think, think we, we can't even anticipate what it's going to be. Because we talked, what, a, a week and a half ago, we were like, oh, we had people figured out. and Oh, they went out the window. It all went out the window. It all went out. Yeah, because personalities were not. Yeah. I thought Cody was going to be a stronger personality. He's laid back. I thought Paola yeah. was going to be a strong person. I didn't like her at first, but me she's too. been very, very quiet. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's, yeah. It's just amazing to me. I thought, you know, I was really surprised that Brittany and Victoria won that Battle of the Block like they did. They were very successful in doing that, that working crazy. together. Uh, that was wild. Uh, you know, I, and Hayden, you know, has been very quiet. But, you know, I want to pinpoint one person that I think gameplay is kind of overlooked, and I really like it right now. Well, let me, and we see, said, let me see if I have her name down here. Go ahead. Well, it's going to be a heat. I got Derek playing oh, a very, he, very strong game, the police officer. Oh, and he has yes. already been he's already been questioned. Mm. Donnie's already questioned him. And they were trying 
Did you see yep. when Devlin, they had to score? Did you see how he played that off so good? And what Very he, well. Oh, I made a note about him. I said, ooh, Dan, uh, uh, I said, he, he sat back and said, it's too early right now to trust anyone. Yep. We haven't yep. really seen how their personalities are going to come out. And when he sat back, you know what? Good observation, because I saw that too. Dude just sat back like, yeah, okay, I'm here. Let's, let me watch all three talk. And that's exactly what he did. Yes, he's a very Derek is smart playing player. Well. Well, he's a Derek's playing very you well. Know? He's playing a lot. He's playing very well with Caleb. He's he's talking to Caleb a lot. He's moving around a good bit, um, and he's he's really yep. really really learning about I've how people are playing the game. with people, talking yep. with people, a good guy, yes. you know. And when I saw, see, this is what I do. I guess I'm crazy, but I watch the child, watch people's expressions, and watch. And he was not feeling that whole. You know, let's sit down, guys, and let's get this together. And then Devin's crazy, but like I said, turned around, snatched two girls that he doesn't even know. It's <laughs> like, okay, this is what we have going on. Who does that if you're in a real alliance? I don't think he's ever watched guys, the show before. I don't those think guys are going to have to recognize. They're going to have to recognize that, that oh, Devin is dangerous. Frankie knows what's going on. He's like, this dude is a loose cannon. Devin needs. Everybody needs to know that Devin is is a bad, bad player. He's, you know what? He's just emotionally oh, yeah. a mess. He wears his emotions on his sleeve, and people are, people are very, very. When, let me tell you, when when somebody is that large of a person and they have a and they're very moody and they're very emotional and they wear a lot of it on their sleeve, guys who are bigger people tend to scare other people when they're unstable that way. And I think he doesn't realize that he's coming off as a very scary player. And that he's not emotionally, he doesn't feel like he's emotionally stable. I mean, something happens and he goes and runs, tells the whole house his side yeah. of the story and doesn't just let people see it for what it is. He's quick to go talk to well, everyone about something. He's very insecure. Quick. He's, he's very insecure. insecure. So, yeah, his, and I hate it because I really liked him. I really liked you him. Did? I really, really I did. Like him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't? I did. Oh, I liked no. him and I, and I thought no, it, was, I I, it was very disappointing mm-hmm. to see his game. It's very disappointing to see his game and the way he's played it. Because he ain't got no game. He just uh, has he this, really does. You know, I didn't like him the way when he was going. I just don't. You know what? And that's something because usually we're on the same page. But I guess it's good we're not. I didn't like him. I just found him to be very insecure, very uh, – and that's going to come out. He's going to blow. He's going to go crazy. And I said the same thing about the princess. What's her name? Victoria? Uh, oh, Victoria, she yeah. Crying. Yeah, she's Frankie not made for the room and hugged her. And she was like, but – he said from day one he loved me. And, okay, how do you trust a dude who says he loves you the first day you get in the house? He don't even know you. You know what I'm saying? She, like, that's just dumb. She doesn't know how to play. She does not have exactly. a clue how to play this game, and she's going to no, be gone soon. Let me, oh, let me ask you this. This is, something, this is something that's going on, too, and I don't know if you've noticed it, but they're starting to talk about Big Brother 16's first showmance is between Frankie and Zach. Do you find that weird? There's a lot of there's a lot of falling on the on the bed together, laughing. There's a lot of things that are going on, and that's fine. But didn't we we, we never we talk thought about Zach that was, the last time we talked. Yeah, we and said that I'm, there was something that yeah. was going on there. That was a little mm-hmm. odd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it would be an amazing showmance to find out that one of the guys that nobody thought had. I mean, and they, you know. You know when somebody usually when they come on there they're they're homosexual you know it but Zach was right. not one that I don't think anybody pegged and so it's going to be really interesting at the first show of the season. And that's what you and I talked about last week. I said this would be <laughs> cool right. as hell. To me it'd be cool as hell. I mean, can I say hell? Yeah. I'm on the radio. Okay, it'd be cool as no, hell. No, no, you're fine. That's uncensored. You're good. I actually went on an end today and I said, you know what? Like it or not. Whether he's gay, or not, I love their connection, and that sounds weird, too. but I just love that had this bond because he's in that brush this season. He's sitting down, you know, watching. Like, I think it's cool as hell because I watch, you know, a lot of the uh, the live feeds and the after, after dark. But I think that would right. be an amazing thing if it's real, not if it's staged. I, but if it's it, real, it, I it, think it, that would be the coolest romance, showmance ever in Big Brother history. It would be really Absolutely. something because I don't think anybody would have pegged that. Everybody probably thought, and you know, Caleb's in love with Amber, and Amber really doesn't want to have anything to do with Caleb. And she oh told him, God, I they, know. you know, she lives two hours away, and and I he know. he was, he said to her, he you know, he told her 
you know that he'd like to you know do you know see her after the show oh. and stuff like that. Right. And she told her that she told him that she's done long distance romances and they haven't worked in the past. And he said, "You live two hours away from me. <laughs> it's not a long distance relationship." So she's oh, not having it at all. <laughs> did you hear him? Well, he was, they were playing pool. I don't know if you saw the live scenes. They were oh, after, or after dark. They were playing pool. Yeah. He told these guys, are, you know, I told, I'm like, dude, stop, please." Yeah. Oh, it, did you see with Donnie, my North Carolina boy? Did you see when he asked Pop how when she was like, "We got to do this together before the uh, before the competition," and he was like, "Well, why do you really like me?" I'm thinking, I wrote it all. I said, "Please, God, don't tell me you really like her." Like, and he was crushing right. on her, and she was just like, "You, you're like a father figure to me," and I know they just crushed his little heart. Oh my <laughs> God, that was well, so embarrassing. It, because it was, you know it on was, TV, it if they could put stars in their eyes, and he asked, he was like, well, tell me why you really like me. And she said, because you're mommy and my father. It was a wrong, wrong, wrong. Like, <laughs> it was so awful. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to look for a showman. Just, just play the game and be no. yourself. Please, Lord. No, Jesus. not when you're 42 years old and you got a beard like that. And, and she's a, a DJ, you know, in New York. Yeah. It's not oh, going to work. <laughs> I'm telling well, you, this show in. is going to run my blood pressure. We went to the store today, grocery shopping, and Sam was like, check your blood pressure. I mean, I said, I can't because Big Bird's coming on tonight, and I'm like, I can't do it. Now, how sad I, is that? I know it exactly is how you feel. my life. I, can't, I don't know how y'all do it. I don't, know how y'all, I, I don't know how y'all keep these updates. What are you thinking? I would go. Well, I've got to, I'll tell you this, I've got to get on a better bed schedule because I'm, I'm virtually sleeping very little at night because of these stupid live feeds and I'm going to have to change my schedule. Yeah, isn't that killing you? Get a little bit more sleep. What's that? It's killing me. I told Sam, I yeah. said, if you know this is the first season because of you, because of you, I watched the show live because last year and all seasons previous to that, I recorded them and watched them. But because we get on the radio and talk about it, I'm like, honey, I have to watch it. And I have to watch Big Brother After Dark. I record it, though, so I can fast forward through the, you know, boring stuff. But that's when the stuff really happens. It's Big Brother After Dark and the live feeds is when you really see what's going on in that house. That's right. And I would I believe that 100%. any fan out there to get on a live feed because you will be so lost if you don't. And if you're not on live feed, I would suggest that they just watch the show and don't even get it on the Internet because they will be so confused. Does that make sense to you? Because that's how it was last Absolutely. Year. Yeah, Absolutely. so get on the live feed, Absolutely. people, you know, and stay on Get on the live feed and, yes. and record your Big Brother after dark. Even if you can't that, stay up for it, you can watch it after dinner. Come on at midnight. Yes, that's right. Yeah, come on at midnight. I yep. think tonight, tonight. Yep. Yeah, Miss Chicago, you're fabulous. Before. You're fabulous as always. They're telling me i got to go to you're commercial. You're fabulous too, the... boo-boo. But you're great. Thank you so much for your call, and I hope we see you on Thursday. Oh, you know you – is it Wednesday or Thursday? We're going to go Thursday. Yep, we're going to do right. Sunday, you, Thursday. Now you know I'm beyond here. Okay, I know, you. and I'll I want you to. You anything, if I have questions, you know I'll email you. That's right. You know you can do it. <laughs> All right. Miss Chicago, we'll you're the best. I can't wait. All right, sounds great. Right, great bye. talking to you. We'll see you Thursday. <laughs> bye. Hey, folks. We'll be right back as soon as we get through this commercial because they're giving me the hand signs. I always hate to cut her off, but I had to. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the spoilers that have gone on this week, and then we're going to wrap it up, folks. Stay tuned. Big Brother began as a social experiment. It's genius. It became a summer phenomenon. There's always a twist. There's always a turn. Strangers living in a house cut off from the outside world. One could go crazy. 90 microphones record their every word. You never know who's listening. 76 cameras watch their every move 24-7. And that's just the beginning. Because this summer, there'll be twist after twist after twist. Expect the unexpected. Jimmy Chen hosts Big Brother. Season premiere, CBS Wednesday, June 25th. Hey, Thirst, can I try out a few Coke Summer sound effects on you? Yes. Cool. You okay with this? And this? And what about this? Gotcha there, Thirst. That wasn't sound effects. That was a Coke. I'm no longer thirsty. You're so out of here. Coca-Cola. Open happiness.
Yeah, so we're back, guys. I want to pre- I want to uh, give a big shout out to Miss Chicago. She always calls in every week and uh, every every show, and she's fantastic, and we really appreciate her. But listen, we need you guys too. Phone number is nine one seven eight eight nine seven zero eight four. I have to do certain commercials. I actually have a uh, chat that's up uh, from the people that helped me put on the show, and they have certain times that commercials have to play um, for whatever reason. So I kind of get I don't get the actual physical you know, wave to go to commercial, but I get a lot of, hey, are you going to commercial? Don't forget to get a commercial. Yeah, I get a commercial. So after I after I get a couple of those, I kind of have to do it, and I get up against the, uh, you know, overtime situation where I've got to do it. So I apologize to Miss Chicago for always having to cut her off on that one. But she is so good. She's so enjoyable, uh, and I hate to make her wait for the second half, but maybe I should start doing that uh, so she can have more time. But um, so we're we're talking about a lot of things that are going on the show right now. I, 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 I'm, like we were talking about, you guys have to look at live feeds, um, and you have to be on these chat boards. Uh, Reality Chat is my favorite. That's the one where I dwell the most. Addicted to Big Brother is a good one, and uh, Official Big Brother fans is a good one, too. You can go on there. You can chat with people. Um, I think Reality Chat's the biggest one. Go on there. There's always people popping up information. You, you're really going to get a lot from those folks over there, and really any of the sites, because there's Addicted as well. puts a lot of good stuff up. So, you get a lot of good information from those sites. If you don't have the after or the uh, live feeds uh, and you don't have After Dark, I know that there are people that don't have it. I know a lot of people don't have TV Guide Network, but it's what we were saying is completely true for those of you who don't have it. You really do miss out on so much that's going on. And when they come in and they do so many, uh, you know, competitions and ceremonies like they're going to do this year. I mean, you've added in the Battle of the Block now, which is a whole other ceremony and competition. You know, you're in a situation now where you're pretty much only going to be seeing highlights every episode of the biggest things that are happening in the house, which are those competitions, and you're really missing out, I feel like, unfortunately, on character development. Now, I'm going to give you a kind of a rundown real quickly of what's been going on in the house, as we've said before. Um, yeah, you know, two POVs went up. We already know Battle of the Block. Frankie's people uh, or Frankie's nominees law are one. Uh, so confusing. They won, so Frankie loses all of his power and they come down, uh, which means that Caleb's people stay up. Um, in the two that Caleb put up, which was Paola and uh, Donnie, um, we only have Caleb now as a sole HOH. We have two nominees, which is Donnie and Paola. Uh, the POV has been played. Cover your ears now if you don't want to know, but I think we've said it already. Donnie wins POV. I'm interested to know how Donnie won POV. You know, they cut that stuff off, like I said earlier, and so you don't really get to see it. But I would love to see how Donnie was able to win that because I would like to see that he's a serious competitor. Now, I don't know if it's question and answer or what it is um, or if it was actual competition. kind of hope it was a competition. I'd like to see that Donnie does have some competitive spirit, um, and I'd like to see that he can win some comps. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that he won a competition to, to kind of get that. Um, so Donnie wins. Uh, Donnie pulls himself off, of course. Um, what we thought earlier, which is, you know, maybe the POV winner would be able to replace, name the replacements, not true. It still goes to the HOH. Caleb decides to have a uh, house one-on-one and go through a lot of people and talk, and who would you like me to put up, who would you put up? And I'm not sure that Joey was the main one. I think Devin had some votes against him when he was talking to people individually. But anyway, uh, because of what Joey did to Devin and telling him that she was going to have him put up and vote him out, I think it kind of sealed her fate, and Joey has been the replacement nominee. Um, So she said she was cool with it. She said it was fine, no problem. I saw the live feed myself. No big deal, no hard feelings. But what I find interesting is I do think that Joey is going to self-destruct and that Joey's going to have a serious, serious issue in the next 24 to 48 hours. It's going to cause her to break down. She is one of the recruited. She's not one of the one of the uh, people that have signed up to go on the show. I don't think that she's a huge fan of the show. I think she said she saw 15 minutes of it. Uh, and I think that she's one of the recruits. So recruits typically don't know how to play this game. They come in. Brittany as well, I know, is a recruit. And I want to say that five or six of these players are. I'm not sure off the top of my head, who exactly is, but I know that those two definitely were. I think Victoria might have been the third one as well. But I think there's like six that are not um, are not uh, people who applied or who watched the show. 
I find it interesting that there's so many people comparing alliances to the Brigade. I mean, there's a ton of people that saw Season 12, which is good. I like Season 12. I think Season 12 is a reference for a lot of these new players, the younger players that are coming in that are in their 20s. I think that's fine. I think that Season 12 was a good season. I, I'll take that back. Rank of Seasons, I think 12 is a very good season. I really like the cast. A lot of people didn't like Hayden win, winning the winning the 500,000, but... Twelve is a very good cast. Twelve had a lot of drama. Uh, the fights between Reagan and Rachel are fantastic. Rachel, lover, hater, uh, you, you're going to get some kind of entertainment out of her. Um, and Brittany Haynes, um, her her DR sessions are fantastic. Enzo the Meow Meow, one of my favorite players. He couldn't play. He was awful, awful player, but he was fun to watch and he was very funny. Um, so I really liked Enzo. So. 12 is a reference for a lot of these guys I've noticed, and 12 is not a bad, uh, a bad season at all. I really like this season 12. So I think that they kind of know how the game's being played. What I'd be worried about is some of these people who saw the 15 minutes of 15, uh, like Joey, and we can see what the results are. They're not playing very well. My concerns for what's going on lately in the house are Devin. I think that Devin is a, not even a good player or a scary player. Devin is only scary to the alliance that he's in. I'm telling you guys right now, I really feel like, and I know I've been wrong about some things, but I really feel like watching these guys on live feed now, that Devin is very, 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 very much a detrimental uh, player to his alliance. I think he's going to end up being the guy who, as soon as he gets put up by, let's say, Donnie wins and Donnie puts Devin up, or uh, Donnie may be too loyal, but, you know, Nicole, whoever, wins and puts Devin up, Devin's going to be the first one to try to save his ass by ratting everybody out in the alliance and telling everybody there's an all-guys alliance and that there's two girls involved and just call the bomb squad and blah, 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 blah. He's going to be the first one to panic. And I think that's Devin's biggest problem. Devin has a tendency to panic in this game. And I think he's going to, he's going to be the next, probably the next one or two that's going to go up. And I think he's going to self-destruct. He's going to ruin all this big alliance stuff that's going on, and we're going to kind of go back to square one again. Um, but I think Joey is definitely, you know, Paola's playing it really low. Donnie told her, hey, keep it cool. Don't be crazy. Don't say too much. You know, just keep even-tempered and stay out of things. He literally told her to stay out of stuff, and I think it's helped her tremendously. She's not even on my nerves anymore. I mean, she didn't hardly even say anything, and she's definitely not getting a tremendous amount of live feed time uh, or show time. So I think that she is laying very low. She's learned to take her personality down a notch, which happens after the first week. I mean, you're going to have people that are going to take it down a notch after the first week, first couple of days. And she seems to have done that, and I give her a lot of credit. So I think that uh, Paola's going to be safe uh, uh, come Thursday. I think Joey's going to self-destruct here in the next 24 hours. I think she's going to seal her fate and she's going to go. I think Devin is probably the next guy that's going to go up, and it could be to the uh, to the hand of, of his own alliance because – I got to be honest. I don't see how those guys can hold on to him. He's he's dangerous. He's going to rat them all out, and uh, Frankie and everybody's going to be exposed. And that's a very strong alliance. Uh, it's an early alliance, but it's a strong one. But I'm going to be honest, and I think everybody feels the same way. It's very hard to know who is really, really, really serious with the other person. I don't know if Frankie and Zach are serious. I don't know if Caleb is serious with Devin. But you know what? Say what you will about Caleb. But the guy is having to babysit Devin left and right. I don't know how much longer he's going to do it before he says, I give up, I quit, I'm not doing it anymore. Devin has required so much attention from people uh, that, are in, that are in his alliance. And I agree with Miss Chicago. Bringing, those two, bringing two uh, females in and not telling anyone else that he was going to do it, I think just really, really went bad for him. I'm kind of surprised that they didn't put him on the block, but I don't think that Caleb wanted to give Joey – uh, the thought that she was able to control the house. I think he, he's going to go ahead and stick with Joey, putting her up and hopefully getting her out of there. But I think Devin's going to be on the list, on the hit list. I don't think he's going to be a strong competitor like people say. I, wanna, I do want to say this, uh, when people think that Devin's going to be a beast in comps, I just want to say this. Guys who weigh a lot, and muscle weighs a lot, uh, he's very muscular um, and everything. And, and here's the problem. With guys who come in that are that big, this, the, a lot of these comps are made for men and women, so endurance is huge. Being able to hold on to something, for instance, for a long time 
is a big deal. Have an incredible core strength. A lot of women um, have a lot of great core strength, as do just really trim and fit male, uh, males as well. And I find it interesting that a lot of people will think that he's going to be a comp beast, but I'm going to tell you something. I don't think he will at all. I think his stamina is going to be awful. I think he's going to weigh too much to hold himself up on anything. Uh, he may do some question-answer trivia stuff well, but I just think somebody else is going to do better than him at that. Um, he's, he seems like he's talking too much about his own issues to, to really know about other people if the, if the trivia is about other people in the house. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so I just don't see Devin being that strong, and I think that Devin is probably going to be somebody that's going to be easy to put up or easy to backdoor. Um, I, I'm very impressed with Frankie's abilities. I'm very impressed with Frankie's comp abilities. He's, he's got great endurance. I don't know if anybody saw in the live feeds he was doing some Pilates the other day, and I want to give somebody else some credit on this too. But Frankie was doing Pilates the other, uh, other night on, live, uh, on the live feeds, it was incredible. I mean, this guy's like doing these half sit-ups, half turns, half, and he's doing them at a pace, and he's counting them off. And it's like, I know endurance. It doesn't look like I know endurance. I don't at this point in my life, but I'm familiar with endurance. The guy has incredible endurance, and I think he's going to have incredible core strength. And I think in a lot of those physical competitions, Freddie's going to be a guy that you're going to have to really, really watch out for. But Hayden, uh, the long-haired hippie, is sitting on the floor doing the exact same thing, following him move for move and sticking with it every cent of the way. I mean, he's right on top of it. So I think Hayden also is one of those guys that's going to do really well in comps. So I don't think that Devin is quite the threat everybody thinks he is, and maybe Cody's not. I think that the real threats are going to be, you know, your Caleb uh, are going to be, in a way, I kind of think Donnie in a weird way, but I think that Frankie's definitely going to be one as well. So those are the guys that to look out for. As long as they stay in the group together, it's going to be really interesting how that dynamic works out. But I think it's been a great couple of days, uh, or really a great couple of weeks that we've seen, and I'm really interested to see what happens as these alliances go for, forward because I, I don't think that they're going to stay together. There's no way they can. I got great humor from Nicole and Christine having an alliance together. I'm, do, I'm calling them the nerd herd. I don't know if that's already been used. I, I know that's been used for season six or if anybody's using it for them now. But that's the nerd herd, man. I mean, those two are mirror, exact mirror uh, images of each other. Um, Nicole's, you know, more attractive. But their personalities seem to be the same. You know, they seem to be kind of innocent, but at the same time kind of, you know, game, th- game thinkers. Um, and it's interesting to see what they're going to do. And I don't think that that alliance of six that they were brought into to make eight is going to do a whole lot for them. Um, I think it's going to actually kind of hurt them. So anyway, um, that's what I got out of it, folks. we still got a lot of live feeds. Like I said, I like Jacosta. I think she's really playing well. I find it interesting. Frankie has one side of the house. Donnie seems to have the other side of the house. Um, and it's interesting to see how this plays out. I really think that Frankie and Donnie could come to a point where they meet and they either join together or they're just going to do battle. Um, but I think they would be much stronger together and be a solid, a solid alliance between Frankie and Donnie would be interesting to me. Um, so it's been good. Brittany played really well today, uh, or the recap, today on the, uh, on the Battle of the Block. Um, I was really impressed. Uh, Victoria was so-so. I think she was in jeopardy of messing the whole thing up. Uh, but Brittany seemed to keep her calm. As far as it looks, guys, Joey's going home. Zach and Frankie have her showmance. I know, beyond me. Uh, Caleb seems to be in love with Amber, and Amber's not returning it. Uh, Nicole and Christine are lost on, on how they're included into um, uh, the, the alliance. Paola's laying low. Donnie's uh, winning half the house over. And so it's going to be really interesting how this plays out. Folks, I appreciate you joining me tonight. We had a lot of fun. I want to thank Miss Chicago for coming on and always giving us her backup or, or her information and backing me up on some of the things I say and me being able to back up a lot of things she says because she's a genius and I love when she comes on. She's got all her stuff together. Um, we will be back live Thursday. We're going to do after the uh, eviction. I think the eviction will be Thursday, so we're going to be back on after that. We'll have a little bit more to talk about because it's going to give us a couple of days of live feeds to look at and a lot of time on the uh, chat uh, rooms to, to see what people are talking about. So it's going to be a really good, good, good week. I ask you to join me on Thursday. Don't forget our number, 917-889-7084. Don't forget to go to the Facebook page and just like us. You'll get, uh, life, uh, you'll get the updates on the show. 
what's going on with the show. You'll get archives uh, from the show, so you can go back and listen to them if you miss them. Um, and don't forget to look at some of those uh, boards that I mentioned, some of those Facebook pages I mentioned. Go join them. Go enjoy it. Uh, get involved in the conversation. It's Big Brother, folks. This is what we do. It's been a great, great, great pleasure to be on the show with you tonight. I will see you Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 p.m. Central for everybody. And don't forget, we also have our chat that goes up live as well if you don't want to be on the phones. So we hope to see you then. Folks, thank you so much. Thanks to my always awesome guest, Miss Chicago. Thanks to everyone who has shown support for the show, and we look forward to seeing you on Thursday. See you, folks. Have a great, safe night. Watching me.